Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist of GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 5.30 in the morning London time on Wednesday the 17th of November. US President Biden is preparing to announce the next Fed Chair nominee, apparently within four days. Past opinion poll evidence shows that a majority of US citizens are unaware of who the Fed Chair is, and many are unaware of what it is the Federal Reserve actually does. It seems safe to assume that this announcement does not matter to most ordinary people. Does it matter to markets? Probably less than in the past. The previous four Fed chairs were leading economists who dominated the policy approach of the central bank. Volcker, Greenspan, Bernanke and Yellen all had a major impact on the intellectual debate of the Federal Reserve. It's hard to suggest that Powell has had that sort of an impact. The loss of Powell would not imply the loss of an economic way of thinking, though if Powell were to be replaced by Brainard, who is an economist, it might imply the introduction of a new way of economic thinking at the Fed. But as Brainard is already at the Fed and is already helping to shape the intellectual leadership of the institution, This suggests an increase in emphasis of existing policy thought rather than the break and the introduction of a radical new idea. New York Fed President Williams, who can lay claim to be another of the intellectual leaders of the Fed, is scheduled to be speaking today. The United Kingdom is due to offer a range of inflation statistics. One of the most aggressive forms of inflation in the United Kingdom is the number of price measures that are available. The year-on-year numbers will continue to show an increase with the oil base effect still playing through. This leads to sensationalist headlines from the financial media, desperate to sell subscriptions, but interestingly has not tended to raise that much attention in the popular media. Google searches for inflation in the UK have increased a bit, but they're not abnormally high. One reason for this may be that inflation in shops remains in deflation territory for the most part. The British Retail Consortium Shop Price Index has still been resolutely negative. The US consumer demonstrated a willingness to spend in yesterday's retail sales numbers, although there were some negative revisions for the previous month, which has messed up the analysis a bit. And the enforced spending on fuel for the family fleet of sports utility vehicles was also part of the story. Furniture sales continue to soften, which is part of the narrative about changing demand patterns as we move on from the pandemic. The Michigan consumer sentiment data is suggesting an all-time low in people's willingness to purchase consumer durable goods, although this is survey evidence, which makes it dubious, and politically polarised survey evidence, which makes one wonder whether US citizens might not be entirely honest in their responses. Against this narrative, the spending on restaurants was somewhat less enthusiastic. This might be revised as the data is volatile, but it is something to keep an eye on. The move away from services towards good spending has been extremely unusual, and there is an assumption that norms will be re-established. If that is not the case, it creates quite a different economic outlook. The United States and China have agreed to discuss their relative nuclear stockpiles. This of itself is of little interest to financial markets, because things which matter to humanity 
do not always matter to financial markets. However, if this is indicative of an improvement in relations between the United States and China, the interpretation in markets is likely to be somewhat positive. Against that, the discussions between US President Biden and Chinese President Xi this week failed to find much common ground on some other issues, for example, tensions over Taiwan, and that may limit any celebrations about improving relations overall. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.